0: Today on the show, we're going to talk about your life purpose, how to define your life purpose, and how to find your life purpose. This is an important topic because it's what keeps us fully engaged in life, provides this inner satisfaction, and gives meaning and direction. So visit the storyofmepodcast.com to submit your questions for the show. Also follow the links to the Facebook group so you can continue the conversation after the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend. Thank you. Now let's get to it. Beautiful of my bountiful am I Blissful am I. Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where I share stories from my unconventional life and relate the psychological insights that I learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your awareness of your own self-limiting patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with a podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. My name is Amarjit Singh, and I am your host. Thank you for joining me today. Today we're going to talk about Living Your Life Purpose. And this is a very important topic because unless you have some purpose in life, you start to lose meaning in life. If you're not focused on something, if you're not engaged in something, you lose this this direction or meaning in your life. And this is one of the leading causes of depression. And we talked about depression in the last episode And one of the main causes is that there's no direction or meaning in your life. You have to find some connection to life. Otherwise, there's no engagement. There's no enthusiasm. There's no connection to the things around you. And we then start to live this kind of gray, dull life. But when we're fully engaged and we have this objective or this this purpose in life, then we feel that there's energy within us to kind of motivate us, to push us through the difficult times. Because otherwise we're just going through the motion and we lose this excitement about life. We're not really interested in, in doing things because we don't feel we have a purpose. And it is discovering and living your life purpose is what provides enthusiasm and guides you to self-awareness. And so this is what we're going to talk about today in how to find your purpose, the importance of finding your purpose, and living your purpose. We're going to begin with the big question of life. What is the purpose of life? And I ask this in the big scheme of things, not as a individual purpose, but the general purpose. What is the purpose of life? Because in order to understand your individual purpose, we have to answer the question, the purpose of life. And this is a big question that everyone has, even if they're not doing yoga or whatever life they're living, people wonder, is there a purpose to life? And if there is, what is it? And so we need to answer this question, and then we also need to answer, what is the individual life purpose that we have? And so these are two ways to look at it. First, the big purpose that we all share, and then the individual purpose that we have. And so we will be examining this through different perspectives, but first let's look at the big purpose. What is the purpose that we all share? So, when we examine this from the perspective of yoga psychology, we can look at the word yoga in itself. What is the meaning of the word yoga? Right, it's the Sanskrit word that means to join or to yoke or to unite. And so, what are they talking about uniting? What is this idea to join? What it, what it, what are you joining when you do yoga? And, and like I've mentioned in other episodes. Yoga is just not the physical activity that you're doing, but it's this whole system of psychology to raise your awareness. And so when we talk about this union, it's defined by this connection to you and your higher self, and we call this self-awareness. And why do we say your higher self? What does this mean? when we say the connection between you and your higher self. Well, the first thing to understand is that consciousness is not localized to where you are. And you could think of this as you are an antenna, this mind-body vehicle is an antenna. This antenna, this mind-body vehicle, connects us to our consciousness, And so when we're talking about the higher self, we're talking about connecting ourselves to this collective consciousness, to our aspect of this collective consciousness. This is what we call self-awareness. The deeper this connection, the better perspective we we have on who we truly are in our essence. And so this is the one meaning of this union, that we describe through yoga the second part of this union is the union between you and god and this is god realization so we can talk about self realization is the path and at the at the end of this path is god realization and this is the union that we speak about in yoga As self-realization is the path to God-realization, and as you discover who you are, you understand your connection to the Supreme or to God or to the collective consciousness. And this is everyone's purpose in life. This is what everyone is here to do. So this is the general purpose that we all share. What is the individual purpose that we have? Because it is this individual purpose that guides you to your potential and is a direct path to self-realization and God-realization. And so then we get to the question, what is your specific life purpose? And before we do this, we need to get the correct perspective on a few things. The first is we often think of ourselves As human beings that at times have spiritual experiences, the more appropriate perspective is that we are spiritual beings having a human experience through the mind-body vehicle. This human experience is an aid to your spiritual growth. And when we talk about the spiritual growth, what we're really talking about is not growth in the sense of something is growing, but your awareness of it, your connection to it. And it exists, so it's not that something is growing out of nothing, it's just that something in us is learning how to connect to it, to observe it, to become aware of it. This is the process of self-awareness, is to bring in these unconscious things to make us aware. So this perspective begins to open our eyes to the language of the soul, meaning that everything is meant to increase this awareness of the truth of our consciousness. Before we're born, we make this decision. Each soul decides a particular life situation prior to birth. The family, the location, the time, everything... And these conditions are designed to assist you in your spiritual growth. Again, it's not growth, maybe your spiritual awareness is a better term. And so you can think of these circumstances, such as the family you grew up in, your parents, your siblings, the economic situation, everything, as a road sign intended to guide you to your journey. And so they're all reflections. When you use these reflections to see yourself, you understand the purpose of why they are there. And this is why it's important to try to take away judgment from all the experiences in your life, because once we start to judge them, it hinders our capacity to understand them. All these situations that happen to you, all these circumstances in life, are to manifest aspects of your karma, to manifest aspects of your expression. And we look at them and we say, okay, this was something very bad that happened to me. This person is a bad person or this situation was terrible. And it may be the case that this person isn't the best person at this point in their life because of their own karma. And as painful as the situations that happened, they were necessary for you to understand something and not saying that this person should have committed this experience for you or should have done this, but that you gravitated towards this experience for some reason. And we need to learn not to take this victim mentality because nothing happens to us, right? It's all this cause and effect. And we'll get into this in one of the next episodes of Karma. I have very good uh, stories for this experience in life. But as bad as something that happened to you, it was necessary for you to see something, for you to learn something about yourself. And because we don't really remember the past lives so well, we don't see this cause and effect. We just see the cause and effect of this lifetime. And maybe even that people don't see so accurately because they are not so perceptive in what the effect and causes of certain actions and experiences. But for everything that is happening, there was some cause for it. And, and again, I'm not saying to take this uh, mentality that I did this, I did this, but to take the responsibility that there's something in this experience that I need to see, that I need to understand in order to walk the correct path. So these experiences will help us understand aspects of ourself that maybe are not so conscious, that we don't remember, that we don't know we're engaging in. Because as we bring to consciousness and reclaim our unconscious tendencies, we start to act in a clearer, pure, and more purposeful manner. And we start to remove these inaccurate views of ourself providing a deeper understanding of who you are. And so you're able to then express your inner message more clearly. And so this inner message becomes your individual purpose in life. It is this self-expression that is the key to finding your individual purpose and unlocking your potential. Your life purpose, your individual life purpose, exists in discovering the most complete way to express yourself. So let me repeat this. It's very important that your life purpose exists in discovering the most complete way to express yourself. This inner message, your life purpose, is the theme that continues in every aspect of your life. And it is the guiding principle behind every event in your life. Every event in your life is trying to get you closer to living your potential. And so what is this self-expression? What is this inner message that you need to develop, that you need to understand so you can become clear in this journey? And this is the thing that when you do it, it gives you energy, it motivates you, it inspires you, and it provides the greatest satisfaction. So again, let me sum this up by saying your life purpose exists in discovering the most complete way to express yourself. And it's this inner message that will help you and guide you through self-realization. And this is the thing that when you do it, it gives you this energy, it it motivates you, it inspires you, and it provides the greatest satisfaction. So how do you find this individual life purpose? And one thing to understand is that your life purpose is not a specific job. So try to get this out of your mind. Your life purpose is a form of expression. It's not what you do, but how you do it. So you can do 10 different jobs and still be fulfilling your life purpose because your life purpose is how you do something, not what you're doing. It's not any particular job. It's just this expression that makes you feel complete when you're done. What you need to remember is that this expression has to make you feel that when you're done with it, that there's no other way that you could have expressed this inner message, right? The key is when you are doing something, whatever it is, that you feel there is no other way you could have expressed yourself as completely. And I'll give you an example from my own life. I can draw a picture, but when I'm done, I I look at this picture and yeah, it, was able to express some of these ideas that I had in my mind and in my feelings, but not so well. And so I don't feel that it completely expressed the idea that I was trying to project. However, when I finish writing something, I feel so content because there's no other way I could have expressed this idea And so this is what it is for you, is to find some activity, whatever it is, that when you're done, you feel there's no other way you could have expressed this inner feeling. And it could be doing anything. It could be being a construction worker. It could be a home builder. It could be a yoga teacher, a doctor, a lawyer. It could be a janitor. It doesn't matter what you do, but it's how you do it, this intention you put behind it, and that when you're done, you feel complete. You feel that you've really expressed what's going on within you outwardly. Because when we're talking about this individual purpose, we have to remember who you are, right? Again, to the same question is who are you? And you are the creative manifestation of the creator. And what does this creative manifestation do? It expresses itself. And so your responsibility in this life is to find what your own individual self-expression is. And this can evolve through your life and it should evolve through your life as you become more conscious of certain aspects of who you are. You're able to express yourself more deeply, more clearly. Like I was saying, your consciousness is not localized. Your connection to it gets stronger as you remove the resistance within yourself. And it's like polishing this antenna. The cleaner and and more straight it is pointing at its source, the better it picks up the signal. And so as you go through life, you start to become more clear about what's happening within you through this deeper connection to your consciousness. And this is the continual process of your self-expression, is to become aware of the unaware and bring this into consciousness so that you can express yourself more fully because it is these unconscious habit patterns that are preventing you from being fully authentic, fully aware of who you are. Because as soon as you start to see who you are, you start to see your expression become clearer. And it's just like the example I gave uh, in one of the other episodes. If I'm giving a speech, and that speech may be an important speech, but because of the way I'm speaking, it's not coming through clearly. I'm using maybe a lot of peripheral language in my speech. I'm saying, you know, okay, um, yes, and you know, and using all this, it it detracts from my message. It's a distraction. And the same thing, all these unconscious habit patterns or tendencies, as you bring them into consciousness and let go of them, your message becomes clear. And so then, in my example, instead of using all this peripheral language, I'm able to articulate myself in the right way, at the right moment, with the right word, to the right degree, and it becomes clear. And this is the same with finding your purpose in life, is that you have to learn to let go of these habit patterns that are resisting this inner expression. So how to discover what your life purpose is? In the beginning is to... Create awareness of your environment and how you relate to it. Like I said, every experience, every relationship, every event in your life is to help you learn something about yourself. And we'll get into this in, in the next episode too, because there's, in addition to having a life purpose, you also have a life lesson. And this is what every experience and every aspect of your life is trying to get you to understand and we'll talk about the life lesson next time now we're focused on this purpose and so everything in your life is designed to guide your soul to this awareness your consciousness is is guiding your, your development to find your purpose there's nothing that is random everything serves a function and so you have to look at your environment and try to understand why this is happening, what it's trying to get you to see or do, and are these tendencies because of habit patterns or are these from your true expression? Every person you encounter, every experience you have is a mirror to reflect your inner self. And through these observations of who you are, And how you relate to this world, you can become aware of your purpose in life. Because consciously and unconsciously, you're creating your environment to reflect your internal needs. And one of these main needs is for your life purpose to be fulfilled. So you need to then begin examining how you feel the most content in life. What gives you this feeling of contentment? And if you look back at when you were a child and you see the tendencies when you were a child, what did you like to do? What aspects were you trying to cultivate? What were you really feeling connected to and brought you the most satisfaction? Because as a child, these things come out more intuitively because our conscious mind is not so well-developed. So now look at this, go back to your past. What are these things that you would do even if someone never paid you for doing it, that you would do it? And this could be looking in your circle of friends. How are you interacting with your friends when they organize uh, a weekend to go out? Are you the person who does the organizing? Is this something that you enjoy doing? And so when I'm talking your life purpose, I'm talking about these characteristics and these qualities of expression. It could be in designing something, it could be in organizing something, it could be in managing something, it could be in creating something or putting something together. And for most people, it's a combination of many attributes. It could be your leadership qualities, it could be your passion, it could be your way of looking at things and finding meaning in them. It could be your way of expressing some aspect of your observations of your experience. Or it could be your will in putting things together. Or it could be in a... Even if we look at one attribute like creativity, there's so many different ways that it can manifest. We can creatively solve problems. We can creatively manifest some work of art. We can use our creativity to find some original way to solve a problem in life. And so this is what you need to look at is which qualities that you feel you enjoy engaging in, and then how do these form some sort of cohesive way of expressing yourself. So it may be that you love to be a leader. And you also love to express your creativity. So how do you creatively lead? And and this could come through in any job. Like I said, it doesn't matter what job you're doing, but it's the way you're expressing yourself. So you can be a project manager and creatively put this team together and lead them with your creativity. But someone can also have the same position in a different life purpose. Maybe theirs is they like to lead but they also like to be emotionally connected to the people in their life in a, in a very deep way, brings them lots of satisfactions. And so maybe they lead through being emotionally connected to their team members and really getting them getting the most from them by this emotional connection. And so, it's again, it's not what you do, but it's how you do it. The first thing to do then is to look at Which ways of expression bring you the most satisfaction? And again, it could be anything. It could be the way you lead, the way you uh, have passion for things. It can be your creativity. It can be your uh, understanding and expression of some ideas or your will of of putting things together, anything. But it's a bunch of different qualities usually, many different qualities to engage in one form of self-expression. And if you look at your entire life, you will see it. It's it's there. You may not notice it, but it is there. And just like my own life, you know, I've, I've worked in many different jobs, whether it's been in Wall Street doing investment banking or, or working as a strategic planner in a biotech company or even doing stand-up comedy or, or any of these other jobs. Sure, the jobs were different and the environment was different, but my form of expression used the same qualities that I'm using right now. And this was my strength or is my strength or is my purpose is to see something and bring meaning to it, to bring understanding to it. And so this is how I was able to start to see my purpose is by engaging in all these different activities and then saying, now how do I do them my way? What is my way of doing it? them? what is my approach? And I started to become very aware of this when people said, oh, you've changed your life so many different times and done so many different things. And maybe I was in different environments, but I didn't do things that differently. It was still me. I still had the same problems, and I still had the same strengths. And it was these strengths that I relied on to help me bring meaning to that position or to bring my expression to that position. And so this is what you need to do in your life is to evaluate What qualities do I use that I've used in all the things that I've done? What is my perspective of doing it? And you can also look at other people and say, well, this person has the same job as me, the same position, but they do it very differently. How do they do it? And how do I compare to how they do it? And when I say compare, I mean, what qualities am I using to get this job done compared to what qualities are they using to get this job done? And it's not saying one way is better than the other, but it's just trying to become aware of which qualities do I have as my strengths? And these strengths that you have are things that you've worked on in many lifetimes. You've cultivated these tendencies, these capacities. And so now you're here to continue to use them. And that's why I said when you're young, they come out very strong because these are so innate because they've been lifetimes of focus. And if you look at your childhood to now, you'll start to see what these qualities are. And it's very important to learn how to use life as this mirror. right? As the great Krishnamurti said, understanding of the self only arises in relationship because it's in watching yourself in relationship to people, ideas, and things in the world around you and within you that you're able to understand because it's these relationships are the mirror in which you the self is revealed once you start to develop this way of observing as the relationship between you and and, uh, yourself instead of you and these other people you start to understand yourself much easier. You know, you can look at the habit patterns and the people that are closest to you to understand your habit patterns. It's very easy. Look at the way that people, you feel you react towards certain people and say, well, why am I reacting this way to this person and this way to another person and this way to all the people? This is how you use the mirror, which is life, to reflect your inner self. And not only just to find your purpose, but for everything in life. If you want to know your habit patterns, look at what's happening around you. I often get people asking me to tell them their future. This is what people want to know. And I said this is very easy to understand. And there's a Chinese proverb that discusses this. It says, if you want to know your past, look at your current condition. If you want to know your future, look at your current actions. So, it's very easy to understand the path you are on and, and what you're looking for inside yourself by looking at the reflection externally. And especially in relationships with people, it's easy. If you find a, a person that you start to date or you you're begin dating, and you ask them, Oh, what happened in your last relationships? And they say, Oh, this person wasn't emotionally present, they weren't there. And then the last person was the same way. And the person before you start to see that pattern in them, well, guess what? unless they've healed this aspect of themselves, you're also this type of person. And so if you really want to know you, look at what you're interacting with and how you're interacting with it. And this is a very interesting way to see your habit patterns through these intimate relationships to say, okay, well, look at this person's past, all the people they dated, how do I fit in that? And it will come out to you if you start to really understand what their habit patterns are. You start to see that you're part of their habit patterns. For good or bad, you you are the next person in that habit pattern. So now do this with everything in your life and also trying to find your purpose in life. How are you interacting with life? How are you learning to express yourself with this interaction And what is this expression that makes you feel the most complete? So think back to every aspect of your life, whether it's in your professional or even personal life. What are the things that you would do even if you were not paid to do them? If money was not an object and there's no uh, thing hindering you from doing what you would want to do, what is it? What is this expression that brings you the most satisfaction? And when I talk expression, it doesn't have to be verbal or written. Like I said, it could be in creating something with your hands. It could be in solving problems. It could be in in many facets. So what you need to do is narrow it down to qualities, whether it's the quality of leadership or passion or creativity or communicating something. But any quality – And not just one quality, because for most people, it's a combination of qualities. Maybe one is stronger than the others, but it's bringing these qualities together that will be your purpose in life. So look at what you're doing right now in life. Look at what you've done in the past. Look at what you did when you were a child and try to find the commonality of expression that brought you satisfaction. And if it's difficult to still see this looking back, it's telling me then that you don't have a a strong enough connection with your inner experience to feel that satisfaction. Then the objective is to first cultivate this inner connection. And I've talked about this in, in ways of bringing yourself out of depression is to do something creative, do some hobby that you have to put your feelings into whether it's writing a diary or painting or creating something, building models. It doesn't have to be spectacular because it's not what you do, it's how you do it, how you're approaching it. And you need to cultivate this emotional connection to yourself to see what is most satisfying, what brings me this inner peace, what brings me this energy that when I do it, I feel alive, I feel connected to the world, I feel energized, I feel this vibrancy through my body and then you will find your purpose and then it's a matter of creating the environment to help you fulfill this purpose and this is what a lot of people struggle at is many people even know at some level what they should be doing but they can't get out of the situation that's not good for them for the self-expression in this moment and they do this in the name of responsibility and money well, I can't quit my job because if I do, where am I going to get money and pay for this house and this car? And they use all these excuses to do something that they don't feel connected to. And I understand you have families and you have responsibilities, but you need to find a way to do what you want to do to bring this inner peace and this inner satisfaction, and everything is possible because if you truly want to do it you will find a way to do it and if you know what you want to do and you still can't do it then look at what these habit patterns are that are preventing this whether it's fear whether it's self-doubt all these ways that you look at yourself or even the thinking that i don't deserve this in some level that i'm not a, an artist or i'm not a yoga teacher or i'm not and you see yourself and you put these limits on yourself and they prevent you from changing this life experience. And we often put economics and comfort before experience, which is incorrect. When I quit my last job, when I was working at Disney, and I remember the last day of work, how many people came up to me and said, "Oh, I wish I could do what you're doing." And I was leaving to be a full-time comedian. And they didn't want to be comedians, but they wanted to do something that was more meaningful to them. Because they recognized that they had a good job. I mean, they were making lots of money. But they didn't feel connected to it in a, in a way that brought satisfaction. And they all told me why they can't do it. None of them told me why they should be doing it. They said, well, I can't. Oh, I have this responsibility. I have that responsibility. I have this and they acted like they had chains wrapped around their ankle that were keeping them doing something that they didn't want to do. And what I saw, I saw the chain, it wasn't around their ankle, it was in their hand. And they were gripping it harder and harder with every word they mentioned of why they can't do something. So you need to look at your life and say, what is it that I feel the most connected to while doing it? And how do I create an environment where I'm able to express myself this way you know I started out in my corporate uh, jobs as a consultant uh, in one company and as a planner in another company and I looked at all these and what I was doing is I was looking at how to put all these things together and express myself giving my uh, advice or my insights and sure the language was different the environment was different But I'm still doing this today. I'm doing the same exact thing, but I'm able to use a vocabulary that's more appropriate for me that I feel more connected to in an environment that I feel more connected to. And then when I'm doing this, I feel more energized. I feel more connected to life. And this is what you need to do is find this connection to your individual purpose. Because this individual purpose is the path to self-realization, Because as you approach this path of self-expression, there will be obstacles. And the obstacles will be all these habit patterns that are preventing you from doing what you want to do. Whether it's self-doubt or whatever it is. And in order to continue down this path, you have to remove these tendencies. And the more of these tendencies you remove, the deeper you get with your self-expression. The deeper the self-expression is, the deeper you are into your essence of who you are. And so this path of self-expression is the path to self-realization. Once you become aware of the totality of yourself, you then gain this insight into this God-realization. And this is self-realization where you realize the essence of your being and what it means in relationship to this experience we're having. And so this is your purpose. So I will conclude today with this summary. We all share the same purpose in life when we look at the bigger picture. And this purpose is to realize the self because it is the self-realization which is the door to God-realization. And this is the purpose of yoga, right? Yoga is union and this union is the union between you and your higher self and then the union between you and God. And this is the big abstract purpose that everyone shares. The Individual purpose is the path to this purpose, and the individual purpose is to find the most complete way to express yourself. When you're able to express yourself fully without any resistance, then you will understand the truth of who you are because it's the removal of of all these unconscious tendencies which allows you to see the truth. And when you become realized, to the self when you understand this true connection to yourself you will then be at the door of god realization and so this is how your individual purpose is the path to the purpose that we all share and your job right now is to find what this individual purpose is what is the most complete way to express yourself and move towards it and find out what is preventing you from moving towards it. Remove these, and then you start to understand this expression better. I'd like to tell you about sing flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com. S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S scom Use the discount code "The Story of Me" podcast and get ten percent off. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Just to give you a reminder, the homework for today is to look at your life and how you're connected to your self-expression. What is the common theme that runs out throughout your life of expressing yourself look from your childhood what things did you like to do that were some form of expression that you connected to and now look at things in your life that you're still doing that are like this and and like i said it could be it doesn't have to be verbal or, or written it could be in creating something it could be in organizing something it could be your organizational skills your management skills your leadership skills your communication your way of solving problems It's something that's followed you throughout your life and it's something that you would do even if you didn't get paid for it. Something that you feel connected to whether you're the person in the group of friends that you have that is the organizer or or the creator or the idea maker whatever it is look at these things and, and I guarantee that you'll see some common traits that were used in all the situations in your life from childhood to now. And then once you do this is look at your life now and say, "Am I in an environment that is allowing me to express these, and if not, what can I do to adjust this environment or change this environment so that I can express myself the way I want to where i'm fully connected to it in the way that brings satisfaction this inner satisfaction, and when you can do this, you'll see that this is what's going to bring. You lots of happiness, lots of joy because of the satisfaction, the connection you have to what you're doing. And each thing that you do, you'll see that it will help someone in some way. Okay, so make sure you submit your questions. Uh, you can go to the podcast website, thestoryofmepodcast.com. You can visit the show notes at the website to see the complete notes of the show, any books I've mentioned or Uh, homework i've put or more detail about the podcast itself you go to the show notes for the particular show connect with me on social media from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions